the hangover. Come on, Fred. Why are you saying, come on, Fred? Why would I know this? Uh, not a culture guy. I, <laughs> is that even, that's more of like a an American thing. Yeah. Have you not seen The Hangover? I mean, I've seen The Hangover, I believe. Is that the one with Mike Tyson? Yeah. Correct. Yeah, I've seen that. And he punches Zach Galifianakis. I would not have been able to quote that to you. You don't remember the little baby? Yeah, he, he, like they like kidnap a baby. They like find a baby. And his name is Baby Carlos. On him in the closet, right? Yeah. You guys can recite this entire movie. I saw this movie one time. Also, when did this movie come out? 20 years ago? Mm. Like 2008. Mm, 2008, 2009. It's one of the greatest comedy movies ever. Yeah, that's definitely a classic one. It's one of the greatest. You're asking me to remember a specific scene from this movie that came out 15 years ago? Are you joking me? Yeah. (laughs) Boys, I cannot quote to you. A movie scene from a movie 15 years ago. Only ones from 30 years ago. <laughs> Not even those. You got to watch more movies, man. I don't watch any movies. What did I just see in the theater that I thought was good? Fast and the Furious. Ooh, like really? The 10th Fa- one? Fast 10. It was so good. <laughs> Couldn't tell you a thing that happened except John Cena was in it. <laughs> yeah, John Cena is in it. He's a dude. He's a good actor, honestly. He just returned, didn't he? He's... Never left. <laughs> He's a great actor. You just couldn't see him for a while. <laughs> Top of the hour. Whenever we get back, we're gonna uh, we're gonna go back in the way back machine with the NFL a little bit. We're gonna talk about uh, life lost too soon. Uh, I'm gonna tell a little personal radio story as well. Stuman on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. Just never really picks up, huh? Yeah, no, this is just, is this just the song? <laughs> I was hoping your mic was on. <laughs> I was just waiting for it to drop at all. Oh. 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 Uh, hey, okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> no lyrics. I like yeah, it. Let's, let's, let's get ready to this one. It's not the one for you? Nah. Two men on his life from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Of course, we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. We spend... Our lunches over at the 6-6 Diner. Don't at all forget that this upcoming Thursday, we're live from Red Door downtown. That's going to be a lot of fun. That's tomorrow, y'all. The return of Van Nunley tomorrow on the program. Back from uh, running his cartel. We don't know. That's always my theory. Albuquerque Duke store is open again after the holiday. Retro night at Ice Stoves Park is July the 15th. Go down to the Albuquerque Duke store, grab some ticks, get some apparel. You get some Duke's gear yet? No, not yet. What's I your st- problem? I still need to. Support. I know. Got to support the sponsors. I uh, I got to go in still. Yeah? Yeah. Are you going to buy a dumb hat that says coach? You can't just buy a Duke's hat? <laughs> I want a jersey. I'll wear a Duke's jersey. I was playing in that football thing with uh, Devin Sandoval yesterday. He's wearing one of those sweet Somos Unidos United Duke's crossovers. Yeah, those are cool. Fire. I like those a lot. Zay, what's up? You got anything from the Duke store yet? No, I was going to tell Jake I'm right with him. I need to get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go. I've been seeing, you know, when I um, even like in the gym, I see a lot. I see the logo. It's pretty popular. What are you? You just like dropping that you go just flexing? Like you talking about at the Y, the YMCA Central New Mexico? Occasionally, I mess with the Y. Love the Y. Always a fun time at the YMCA. Fourteen years ago today, Steve McNair was murdered. Yesterday. 
Yesterday. Yes. Steve McNair was murdered. Which is wild to me. Crazy. This is specifically for me. I was, this is whenever I first got started in daily radio. I'd only been like sports broadcasting. So doing games or whatever. And I was like the filling guy. Holidays. Fourth of July. I'm on air. I'm yeah. filling it for someone. <laughs> that was you. I'll do, I'll do, I'll do eight hours a day, boss. No problem. <laughs> So Steve McNair murdered, um, super sad end to his story. Also, like it was a side piece. She was sleep. He was sleeping on the couch. She's like, is a 20 year old shot in the head. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, ugh. that was a crazy day in sports. Crazy. I think if it happened, like something like that happened nowadays, though, it would like shut down everything for like a whole day. Cause it was a big deal back then. It was then. a big deal. But like feel like it could have been a little bit bigger. 36 years old. What with the holiday? Holiday's been hard. True. You know, there was, I think, 11 mass shootings. Yesterday, over, yeah. Yeah, which is wild across all parts of the country. Like, I'm not the guy. We're not on KKOB right now. And, like, I think I shared this sentiment with a lot of people. Like, I own a gun. I'm the first one to say it every time. I got a lot of problems with guns. I own a gun. Got a lot of problems with guns. I mean, I own I own a lot of guns. Yeah, and uh, you know, to a degree, I understand the pros of it, but I also see a lot of the cons too. You gotta, and I think that's the problem with this nation is people just want to see their side. Just too wild. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to see both. Steve McNair was the first black quarterback to win MVP. He shared it with Peyton Manning in two thousand three. And I, he was a little bit Cam Newton before Cam Newton had the size, had the mobility. Led Tennessee to five of their eight playoff victories. Obviously, the Super Bowl berth, just one yard short of tying that bad boy up for extra time against the Saint, then St. Louis Rams. Yep. Coolest nickname maybe in all of sports, Air McNair. Very cool name. Zay, you're a black guy from just south of Chicago, right? Yes, sir. Does Steve McNair have conversations like in the culture? Does Steve McNair talked about as like revolutionary? Is he talked about as like a visionary of the position of quarterback in like your circles? No, he's not. He's, he's not, not, right? Yeah, no. I think like we, I was saying off air to you, I think Warren Moon has a bigger impact than Steve McNair. Are there conversations about Warren Moon, Isaiah? Um, not that I can recall. Doug Williams? Not that I can recall. Is it all Michael Vick? Michael Vick will come up, not always for the positive reasons, but um, – if we're going to go positives and negatives, the by far the quarterback that gets brought up the most is, is Ka- Kaepernick. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a super good point. Because Colin Kaepernick was a guy who had all the tools to do it. He just used his platform. He used it correctly, mm-hmm. if you ask me. Yeah, I agree. And then got blackballed, which is kind of a tough phrasing to use when you're talking about him because he's <laughs> yeah, black. That, that did definitely yeah. always conf- confuse a lot of people. But that's a rough one. And also, like, on the Michael Vick front, I'm pro-Michael Vick. I am, too. Michael Vick served his time. Michael Vick is now an advocate. Michael Vick is sorry. Michael Vick learned from his ways. Give me more individuals that fail and then have a come up. I I yearn for that. I yearn for for you, Jake, you, Zay, me. Every time we fail, become better. That's Michael Vick. But people always want to hold against the against people like you know their mistakes instead of 
congratulating them for mm-hmm. the progress that they've made. Mm-hmm. Growth is so important. And especially nowadays, too, with cancel culture. Oh, yeah. I don't know anyone has ever been canceled. Well, you're talking to one. You have not. <laughs> you're sitting here right now in this program. I literally cannot tell you a single person. I can tell you lots of people who claim they have been. They do it all the time. Former presidents. I can tell you lots of people. Former top of the chart rappers. I can tell you lots of people. I think the baby was canceled. Yeah. He got canceled. He got canceled. That I did not see coming. Here's the problem with what was his name? The baby. No one was familiar with him before. Mm. Uh, North Carolina. He was he was pretty solid. was not. At least me and Zay. As, cult, oh, cool. In this hyper specific niche? Yeah, maybe. Culture people. <laughs> Hashtag. The friends of the show listen to this right now? Yeah, no. They don't know who Da Baby is. <laughs> maybe from Rockstar. What is that? The drink? <laughs> no. It's a, it was like a radio song. The murderer, she killed herself afterwards. Like immediately after? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, I uh, I've, I learned more about the Steve McNair situation, though. The, Just right now than you ever knew. Because yeah. you were a kid at the time. Yeah. I, it was wild. Yeah, it was 2009, so I was like, I was 10. Yeah, I think I remember my dad making some kind of lesson out of it, like kind of giving me like a forewarning, you know, kind of like I know this is not anywhere near your lifestyle right now, but just kind of like a always be aware of your surroundings and don't just think you're invincible, especially when it comes to the females. You're a professional athlete, ex-professional athlete. You got to be careful. It was wild, too, at that time because you guys are such pups. What are you guys, they 25? Mm-hmm. What are you, Jake? 24. So I got some years on you guys, and I was your age when all this was happening. And when all this was happening, like two weeks prior, Michael Jackson had just died. Oh, really? oh wow. So, so maybe th- that's why I don't remember this. So, well, because that was the story that ran for so long. Because you, yeah. you guys definitely remember exactly where you were when mm-hmm. Michael Jackson died. Uh huh, the same day Billy Mays died. That's what, what I remember. But wait, the there's more. It was. <laughs> Sarah Fawcett, too. Yeah. Sarah Fawcett, yeah, she passed away that same day. That's what was so wild to me on this one is this is a dude who did so very much historically for the game, went to an HBCU. Yeah, that's huge, too. And that was like Alcorn, the, is that right? Yeah, Alcorn. That's in Mississippi, Isaiah. I know you I know you were Googling. Yeah, I was about to. The Alcorn State Braves. Yeah. Land Grant College. Like Took him to a level, and you were talking about it when he was coming up. He had the opportunity to go anywhere. Pro, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he was a four athlete uh, guy in high school. He uh, he was uh, all American for uh, defense, and he was all state selection for offense in football. One yard short, cover of Madden, played with Eddie George. Also, uh, the '99 Music City Miracle. Against the Bills. That's a little more Frank Whitecheck than anyone else. Yeah, but back to Kevin Dyson. He was he was on the team at least. <laughs> <laughs> he did score. Yeah. I mean, got him there. Yeah. They gave it up. Had to return the kick. That was a whole thing. Was it a forward pass? I don't know. Yeah, it's wild to me that he's a little bit lost. And I almost think it's because of his end. I don't know personality wise. He would have gone on to do anything in T V or anything of that nature, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't see that happening, but like, and it was literally like a year after he retired. Within. Yeah, within. 
And that gal that Isaiah was talking about, that was his mistress. His murderer was his mistress. Wow. It's a valuable lesson right there. Yeah, I think that was definitely the lesson. They used to do these, um, I'm not going to be able to give you the exact whatever, but there used to be these websites dedicated to his injuries because he was so tough. So, and he missed, I think in his career, like 12 games, maybe 15 tops. But, yeah, I just found one. It took the quickest Google. So, I'm just going to run some things he's played with. Oh, you're going to love this, Isaiah, because you played college football. Bruce Sternum, bruised left collarbone, uh, arthroscopic surgery to the right knee, bruised swollen right elbow, hip pointer. Hold on, I'm still going. Toe, to, uh, turf toe, Ooh. ruptured disc and lower back, turf toe, other foot, oh. left big toe surgery, uh, oh, bruised no. sternum, sprained right thumb. The following are all sprained. Left knee, left ankle, left shoulder, bruised shoulder, right shoulder, bruised right shoulder, bruised right ankle. Like, it just goes on. Guys, there's two more lists of this whole thing here. This is a guy that every part of his body went out there and went, went out there and go. That's dedication right yeah, there to it, bounce back from all of that. And still won an MVP. Wild. Three-time Pro Bowler, too. But I don't think gets the love that he deserves, historically speaking. That's my opinion. I think so, too. The Titans retired his number, though. That's nice. Yeah. One of the best HBCUs college quarter. Maybe the best one ever. Maybe. Wild. Super wild. That's intense, though. You know, I mean, and like I was telling you, you know, it... Nowadays, it's like a popular trend. Not really, but like trend. But like to go support HBCUs, like what Deion Sanders did and bringing his kid and Travis Hunter there. And sure. All, all those guys. That wasn't the case back then. Nobody really knew HBCU No, athletes. I don't know how true that is. I think HBCUs have always existed. They have a ton of value. They give access to secondary education that not necessarily would a certain sect of this population get. <sighs> I will agree with you that it has become virtue signally. I think yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're exploited a little bit. I was at the Super Bowl this past year. You guys weren't there. Sorry. Oh, and wow. We sat down and interviewed a bunch of HBCU kids who were like on Radio Row and trying to get into the industry and do all this stuff. And they may have been – they may have received a cool opportunity because people are trying to capitalize off their association with the university. But those young kids, those adult, those young men – Trying to get into the world of broadcasting, they were all the best kids. And they're going to do really well using an opportunity that was set forth to them by that HBCU. McNair only went to uh, Alcorn State because he was going to go to Florida and play running back, but he wanted to play quarterback. Love it. And so that's where he had his opportunity. Wow. Worked out on him. Isaiah, you ever play quarterback? No, only for fun. <laughs> that's that's right, because you're not a good athlete. I forgot about that. Uh, quarterbacks are good athletes? Really? <laughs> <laughs> when we get back from the break, today's I-9 Varsity, the I-9 Varsity of Funny Animals. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Today's I-9 Varsity, the I-9 Varsity of Funny Animals. League office 280 at i9sports.com, 505-312-4999. Reach out to I-9 Sports, currently taking registrations for multi-sport camp. Oh, something we could put Zay in. That's what you need, Zay. <laughs> multi-sport camp? Learn how to do anything athletic. Wow. I'll join you. 
Early registration closes tomorrow, so get in today, i9sports.com. Get your kids signed up. This is um this is good. So this is the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday thing. Um they they just they cover you. It's the whole thing. So it's it's seven to noon. Um it's super sweet. So check it out. Perfect. Okay. This happened off the air, so we have to do a little introductory. So we were talking about you were like, Fred, do you just wake up funny every day? Like, why do you think you're funny? And I was like, Well, that's really kind of you, Jake. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's I I take it as a compliment. Sure, like, sure, sure, sure. And I said, Well, I think it actually comes from it's like a, like jokes are a defense mechanism. Jokes are from like turmoil trauma. in our lives, trauma. <laughs> and you said, well, that's why you never see any funny animals. Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, are, are animals funny? And I, th- I think I've seen some super funny animals. I think I have too, you know, but like they're not like they're funny to us. Are they funny amongst themselves? I think there are yeah. other. I think there are animals that make other animals laugh for sure. Yeah. Okay. But that's not what I keyed in on. You ever seen one of those little parrots? <laughs> you guys ever seen those parrots that just like razz you whenever you walk by? Yeah. One of those little mm-hmm. parrots that messes with you? <laughs> the like, one that only says uh, curse words yes. and slurs. And <laughs> the one you see on America's Funniest Home Videos and Bob Saget is like, what's up with this parrot? Give me, that, give me that parrot. <laughs> that parrot is so funny. Put that on the list of my I-9 varsity of funny animals. You're taking the parrot? Yes. Okay. My uh, my first pick is going to be the cat. Oh, he stole oh, Okay, cats are funny. Yeah. I mean, that's the first thing you go on the internet and do is look up funny cat videos, you know? That's the introduction for everybody into the internet is cat videos. They got, they're versatile. That's a versatile pick because they're also they're also cute. And I, I, I'm i not a cat guy. I don't okay. like, I I think cats would eat you in a heartbeat if they had the chance. They start with the eyeballs. I'm familiar with this. Oh, God. I know you guys have seen the video where the owner is sleeping, and the cat is walking along the headboard, and there's like a cup of water, and it just walks up to the water and uses its paw and just knocks over the glass of water, (laughs) spills it over the owner, and runs off. I've not seen this video, but it sounds like something they would do. Cat cat attack, yeah. Yeah. What do you got, Zay? I'm going to go squirrel. Ooh, good okay, I don't know about this. One. No, have you, ever, have you ever seen squirrels playing a game of tag? About three or four of them when they they get to fighting each other. It they got some human actions in there. Okay. They do some things that that we used to do as kids, falling off trees and stuff too. That's pretty funny. Uh huh. I agree completely with that. Yeah. You ever seen little capuchin monkeys? Yeah, little capuchin monkeys jumping around grabbing each other's tails. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those little. Vine swinging monkeys. They're so funny. Those guys are jerks. Yeah, too. they're oh super jerks. But that's a big part of being funny. True. Give me that. I'm uh I'm gonna go off purely for the name here. The blue footed booby. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. I I like that one. It makes me chuckle. Every I've time. never seen him do anything funny, but no. they got cool feet. Yeah. Zay? I'm gonna go alligators and crocodiles. Not funny at all. What? what are you doing? I think in a very sick minded sense. It's hilarious how oh, they hunt. Come on now. The guy, this is the guy who was pro Stingray when it came to Steve Irwin. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. That, that far. That would, Figure that it out. Far. They just kind of lurk under the water, wait for you to get a little sip, wait for uh, little victims to come up and get a drink of water. You have a really dark sense yeah, of Yeah, I don't humor. like what you're doing yeah. here. You need to go to therapy. Josh Sushan <laughs> joins us when we get back from the break. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Wrapping it up. Before we hand it off to Isotopes Media Network and one Josh Sushan joining us on the program. Josh Sushan, welcome, brother. Hey, 
What's happening? How's Oklahoma City, my man? How's humidity? It is hot. It is humid. <laughs> um, it's actually overcast now. It rained this morning. I was sitting there thinking, like, okay, is today the day I wear shorts or not? And then I looked outside, whoa, it's like pouring rain. And then, like, 20 minutes later, it was super, super hot again. All right, we had to press the brakes on something real quick. <laughs> Never, ever will I wear shorts professionally. Ever. I'm pro yeah. shorts. I'm I could not be more against shorts in a professional I, setting. I never do it at home. There's only a couple of occasions that I've done it. I usually have a 100 and above rule for um, for road games that I'll do it. Like Warren Schaefer last year and the year before our manager, he was always like, "Josh, you got to wear shorts, man. It's too hot. You got to wear shorts." And I'd say, "Schaefe, I don't have legs like you do." Yeah, it's a good also, point. Also, you're on a field. I'm not. <laughs> I'm in a professional setting. You can wear shorts in a professional setting if it's like golfing. They don't even allow shorts in golf. Uh, yes, they do. Ever since the live took over, you can do whatever you want. Uh, well, like historically, that's what, like I was in that scramble yesterday, Josh, for the United doing that foot golf thing. Shorts, shorts are fine for that. But no, like if I'm at if I'm at all in front of a computer at all during the course of the day, z- zero on shorts, zero. I'm um, pro shorts. I'm. Uh, I'd rather wear shorts josh do you remember when the white Sox wore shorts in a baseball game i do that yes. was a classic look those photos are <laughs> epic especially all the all the scabs on their knees yeah all and, the strawberries they got oh my goodness this, can you imagine the 70s were just the wildest time with uniforms and shorts and players swapping wives and everyone's just like okay <laughs> all right <laughs> It's, it was wild that Fleetwood Mac was managing Major League Baseball at the time. <laughs> That's so incredible. Tough loss for the Isotopes yesterday, but it was a very good weekend for the Isotopes. They like to bounce back in game two against the Dodgers. Uh, what's, what's up with tonight, Jay? What's, what's the game looking like? Well, before we talk about tonight, there, oh, there's sorry. a couple of cool things about last night. Um, number one, Cole Tucker inside the park home run. Pretty that sweet. Is, yeah. Yes. And he did it standing up. Like, usually when there's an inside-the-park home run, there's a relay throw, it's dramatic, there's a head-first dive, there's, like, a moment where the umpire has to dramatically say safe. You know, the player's, like, running out of breath. He, like, coasted home the last 10 steps. <laughs> where, what part of the park did he hit it into? I didn't, it, I didn't it, actually see it. It was straightaway center, and the ball bounced off the wall pretty far back toward home plate and i don't know what the corner outfielders were doing other than just watching cole tucker run around the bases wow and then the center fielder picks it up and he realizes i need to get this thing back into the infield as fast as as i can so he pretty much just chucks it as hard as he can as far as he can which was like in a different area code of home plate (laughs) oh my god tucker looks back at one point and he's like i'm just gonna jog the rest of the way it was pretty sweet hey well it's that, that sounds incredibly exciting to me the thing that I think I missed, though, on it was Zay was over your voice, so I, I missed the end of the story. <laughs> <laughs> so, so as he's coming home, he's he, like you said, he's, he cannot be touched, cannot be marked out. What is the cheering section as he's coming around third? Is it just, like, the wildest, like, little dugout you've ever seen? <laughs> um, it's an excellent question. Normally, I try to keep my eyes on what's happening on the field and yeah. look at the dugout after the action is done, so I don't know. But I did see just enormous smiles which is what you would expect but i and and i think the smiles were like he just made that look so easy and here's the thing in oklahoma city they don't have like this enormous gap 
you know, in the outfield like we do in Albuquerque. You know, they don't have a hill. We don't have a hill anymore. But inside the park home runs, I think we've only had like three of them that the isotopes have hit on the road. And I just think that we recall one of them where like the right fielder fell down and hurt himself. And so it, so it was David Dahl, and he jogged the entire last 90 feet home um, because of that. So they're just really rare. But we've had three of them now this year. And, I mean, to me, it's the most electrifying playing baseball. You had a pretty big debut last night with Dugan Darnell. I don't know him well. 16th player, I think, to show up for the AAA club. What, he, had a, he just showed up and hit a home run? What's up? No, he gave up a home run. He oh, showed okay. up and he gave up a home run. Yeah, Duggan Darnell gave up a home run to a guy named Duggar. Uh, well, that'll explain where my confusion was. <laughs> yeah, Steven, Steven Duggar hit a home run of Duggan Darnell. How's that called yeah, when wow, you're on the broadcast? Yeah. <laughs> so our bullpen's totally different. We've had, like, this is no exaggeration. I think we've had seven different members of the bullpen within the last three games. There were nine, there wow. were nine roster moves yesterday. Yes. That's insane. And basically, the Rockies' bullpen was the Isotopes' bullpen about two weeks ago. You know, And then there's some other guys that have opted out and been released and, or requested their release so that they can get a chance somewhere else. So every day, it's nice to meet you. What's your name and what position do you play? Okay, now, now let me go look you up so I know what I'm talking about when you get into the game. It's <laughs> a lot of Wikipedia searches there. Yeah, yeah. But it looks like Doug and Darnell... He looked like he was having one heck of a season at Double A. I'm excited. He was throwing like mid 90s. Uh, looked like he had good stuff. He worked really fast. He was pounding the strike zone. So I'm excited to see what he can do in the um, in the days to follow. The fireworks in Oklahoma City last night. Did they even like, I, hold, hold a candle to the ice tubs? Yeah, those that? look sad. Not those even are, close. Yeah, right? I saw it on your Instagram story. That those were sad. Were they sad? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't totally sad, but it wasn't as good as Albuquerque. Who's on the pregame, Jay? Uh, John Eli, he did a Zoom with the media. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame class of 2023, and he shared some great stories about pitching in Albuquerque and also the dog that he adopted that is still alive Ooh. from Albuquerque. Is he is he still in the White Sox organization? Is he doing pitching coaching yeah, stuff? Yeah, pitching coach for Winston-Salem. That's so away. sweet. What a, the park. what a dude. What a <laughs> yep. dude. Josh, have a good broadcast tonight, brother. Thanks, guys. Talk to you tomorrow. Good guy. I love Josh. Isaiah, good job today. Appreciate that. Final words, Jay? Uh, always hi, Mom. <laughs> I mean, that's a good one. Yeah. Good job, everyone. GG.